Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Orion has partnered with Office Pride to provide rewarding franchise opportunities for veterans and transitioning service members. Office Pride is an award-winning company looking for strong business leaders to help grow and expand its business nationwide. The company has won many awards over the years, including Franchise Business Review's Top Franchises for Veterans, Top Franchises for Women, Recession-Proof Franchises, and many more. In today's episode, Tifton Coleman, Franchise Development Manager, sits down with Kevin Scott, franchise owner, to discuss their military backgrounds and why Office Pride is a great opportunity for anyone who's looking to build a business and give back to their community. If this is an opportunity you may be interested in, listen to the episode for some valuable insight and advice from a fellow veteran, and then visit us online at oriontalent.com forward slash Office Pride Franchise. If you have any questions about the Office Pride opportunity, check out the show notes for Tifton's contact information. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the conversation between Tifton and Kevin. Welcome, everybody, to this interview today. Uh, My name is Tifton Coleman. I work in franchise development for the wonderful brand of Office Pride, and with me today is Kevin G. Scott. He's the G in Oklahoma, taking it down all the time. We love him. He's amazing. He's a military veteran. I myself am a military veteran, so this is a fun interview for me. I was in the Marine Corps five years. I've got a wife, one baby girl. We got some family ties in Oklahoma, which is what you see behind me in the state, but uh, we're actually in Tampa, Florida, and i love to hear a little bit about you, your military career, and your family as well, Kevin. Well, thanks, Tifton. I appreciate it. You know, uh, I've lived in Oklahoma almost my whole life, and uh, I love this state. It's a great state, but uh, the first thing I wanted to do after high school was get out of here, so uh, that's when I ran to the Navy and uh, um, spent four years on the USS Pensacola, kind of in a damage controlman role, you know, Um, and it was great. That was late 80s, early 90s, came home, met my wonderful wife, and um, kind of bounced around a little bit and now we have two grown kids uh two daughters and um life is good um it's it's been a pretty good ride up till now i mean it's been good that's awesome love to hear it well thanks for sharing and thanks for giving uh, some of your valuable time today obviously business owners time every minute every second is is time you could be investing into your business so we appreciate you investing in the uh the Ford expansion of the brand and and honestly just hopefully bringing in more owners that can help to add value to your business in the long term. So um, I would love to hear where did your journey to become a business owner really start? Well, you know, when I got back from the service and everything, I bounced around to some odd jobs and then I went to work for a large telecom company, raised a family, everything, and was there for about 20 years. And Then they decided to do a big buyout uh, about 2018, and I jumped at the opportunity to start something new, right? My kids were grown. I didn't have that responsibility, and um, so I took their buyout and started looking for a way to build something for me and my family for a change. So that's kind of what we did. One of my good friends from the Navy was a kind of a franchise consultant. 
So we did some digging around for veteran friendly kind of faith based organizations and office pride kept coming up. And that's why I kind of turned him loose on office pride. And I was like, man, just find some dirt on this company so that we can move on from commercial cleaning. Right. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do commercial cleaning. Eh, let's find some dirt on it. And we couldn't <laughs> find we couldn't find any dirt on this company that had been around for almost 30 years. Right. So that's kind of what led us to Tampa, right? I mean, we, my wife and I came to Tampa for like a discovery, kind of a almost informal discovery days type visit with Todd. And the rest, as they say, is history. Here we are four years later and it's been, yeah. it's been good. Yeah, I love to hear that, Kevin. That's really cool. I, uh, you looked for dirt on a cleaning company. It's going to be probably tough to that do was that a pond that was intended it was <laughs> yeah so i'm sure there's plenty of cleaning companies out there you could find plenty of dirt on which is uh probably there are. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but we anyway looked we looked through them yeah we did <laughs> that's cool uh so besides the fact that you had a friend that was a franchise consultant why did you lean towards franchising as an opportunity versus starting something on your own I, i've known you for a little while now i know you're smart enough to probably start something on your own why franchising there's a lot of unknowns um, that yeah. are kind of scary when you're thinking about investing a whole bunch of money um, to get something kicked off. And whenever you start seeing some of the problems that people have with running their own business and how many businesses fail in the first five years, right? That's mm -hmm. the scary part. I didn't want to start something that wasn't going to make it even five years. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like having that kind of support. That's one of the horror stories you hear from owners, right? Is, oh, in the beginning, the support was great. And then it just fell off to nothing and left us out there in the, in the cold. And I didn't see that happening with Office Pride. Never found any owners. And I called a lot of owners before I ever called anyone at corporate. Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted just kind of the candid surprise attack of, hey, tell me something bad about this. Mm -hmm. And I never found it. So that's why we went with a franchise is because I wanted a, a system that wasn't going to fail unless it was all me. Right. If yeah. I decided to do something on my own that wasn't part of the plan, then that's on me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And obviously you you kind of alluded to it earlier that you weren't already interested in the commercial cleaning industry. What could you tell me a little bit more about that? Honestly, the industry really didn't play that big of a part in it. I was okay. looking for, I was looking for some structure. Um, and I was really just looking for someone to come alongside me and help me. Uh, and that's what I've gotten from office pride from the very, from very beginning to now that support has never wavered and that I, I really believe that's probably one of the biggest things that has led to our success is that continued support almost yeah. daily, almost daily. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And um, just to ask a little bit more specific question around military experience, since both of us uh, have some experience with that and a lot of the people listening here will, will as well. How do you feel that that military experience that you had in the Navy prepared you for your current roles, what, what you do as a business owner? 
So going back to the telecom industry, you know, I wore a lot of hats from customer service to management, to even ending my career in finance and everything. And what the military really did for me that always has played a part in my career to now is it showed me so many different types of managerial styles and what worked and what didn't work and kind of allowed me to hone that skill to where anybody who's ever worked under me has always said, you know, this guy is great as a manager. He, he doesn't ever yell and scream and lose his temper and everything because what, at the end of the day, it's still just people dealing with people, right? And mm -hmm. the issues that come up, sometimes they feel overwhelming, but they're not, you know? And that's what the military showed me is you can handle all this diver adversity as a team, it's really easy. By yourself, it's hard, and and it hasn't failed me yet. I mean, and I, we have tremendous employee retention, and everything, and that's because of those lessons I learned all those years ago as a teenager of how to do it and how not to do it. Right, that was the big thing I took away from the military. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. You're. Uh, something you sent actually to the Office Pride team uh, at headquarters not long ago was you doing some uh, team building outside of work, right? You brought some some of your people to the hockey game there local, uh, and I thought that was cool. Reminds me a little bit of the the mandatory fun days that we used to have in, right. the, in the military, yeah. right. <laughs> even though uh, the hockey game was probably more fun than some of those mandatory fun days. It seemed like you guys were having a blast. You know, the crazy thing is, is most of my employees have a full-time job during the day outside of working for me and mm -hmm. their full-time employers don't do the things that we do. I mean, yeah. I make it, a, I make it a point to visit everybody at least once a month, see how they're doing. We take people to hockey games. We take them to the baseball games. We do all this stuff just because it's so much better to have happy employees instead of retraining a new employee every week. Absolutely. It's a big, yeah. big, big, win for our business yeah and it's a lot more fun taking them to baseball and hockey games than it is doing orientations every other day that's so true <laughs> yeah that's so true for sure for sure so what's been the most satisfying thing to you and and your wife kathy about owning y'all's own business well i th i think that that's part of it is i love setting attainable goals small goals small wins i mean that that's always good. I have people come to me all the time. I want to buy my kid a car. Great. I'd love to help you do that. Right. And then every time I see them, how's that car coming? Um, so that the satisfaction I get from that piece of owning my own company, I didn't even think about that in the beginning. Mm. Sure. You're like, Oh, we'll have to hire some people and everything, but I didn't see those people having such an impact on me. I always thought it was just going to be me paying them some money to do a job, but really yeah. I get, I get a lot of satisfaction out of that piece of it. Yeah. I love that. That's a really good answer. And, and how has being an office pride owner really changed you guys life at, at the end of the day? You know, I think I talk to people all the time and in, especially in the beginning, you know, the hours are just unbelievable. You're like, I can't believe I'm working this many hours and I'm not even tired. Mm. And, in the corporate world, you tell me I had to work 41 hours a week and I was dying, mm -hmm. right? But it's different. Uh, 
I don't have to think about what clothes I'm wearing every day, right? I grab the next Office Pride shirt out of the closet and away I go, uh, Monday through Sunday. I mean, it, it, it has become part of who we are now instead of, hey, what do you do for a living? So mm. that's it's not what I do for a living anymore, right? I mean, it's my company. Yeah. So win, lose, or draw, it's on me. And obviously you guys jump in and help whenever we have issues and everything, but the day-to-day stuff, it's all on me. So I don't, I don't hide from it. I don't try and we go on vacation. I'm wearing an office pride shirt. It doesn't matter. It's it's who I am. And I've gotten a surprising number of customers from a Saturday afternoon at the beach. And they're like, Hey, you work for office pride? I sure do. That's so cool. That's so cool. Uh, and I love to hear about y'all's dreams and goals, Bill. You know, like you said, you've been an owner about four, uh, over four years now. and, and Almost uh, four. We got about two more weeks and we'll be four years weeks, old. Two weeks yeah. to four, four years. And, uh, and I know that, you know, that's just the beginning, right, for you guys. I'm sure your goals have moved uh, from the beginning to now to, to now looking four years down the road. So what kind of business goals do you have on the three to four year horizon right now? The big, the big goal, obviously, is the million dollar club, right? I mean, that's as any business owner, you just want to be able to say that my company made a million dollars last year. So I think we'll hit that goal probably two or three years early. And that's kind of what we're shooting for right now. Um, that's the biggest goal out there right now because everything else kind of falls in place, you know, as far as employee retention. And everything else if you have happy employees it makes it easier to go out there and grab those big accounts because um, you're not tied up with that kind of stuff on a day-to-day basis so that's that's the big goal out there right now and then probably 50 employees you know that's like another little hash mark that you want to you want to make that goal as well because those go hand in hand um, those yeah. are probably the two big goals for the next let's say two years um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, How attainable do you feel like that is? You feel you feel pretty confident about it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I love it. We'll make we'll make it. It's not it's not will we make it right? It's when because mm-hmm. I really I really believe that the system that we have in place and everything it it works. It works. Mm-hmm. And in the military, the one thing that they always tell you is follow directions. Right. Well, it's written out. And Office Pride has the advantage of being out there for 30 plus years now. And if you can check the boxes, you can attain whatever goal you want to. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. I love it. And and what what kind of individual or community impact goals do you have over that same time? I know that you're not a, you know, you're not a man that goes, let me have more just for me. You know, you've alluded oh, yeah. all throughout this call. I, I know you've probably got individual and community impact goals that I haven't even heard yet. I'd love to hear. Well, in Broken Arrow, where we live, there, there are several different uh, community groups that we try to support, you know, on a monthly basis now. And uh, we're actually pretty heavily involved in a mission down in Honduras that, you know, helps kids get an education that normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And our success in the business just allows us to bless them. He called me last week, said, hey, they do a big dental clinic every year. Their x-ray machine broke. We need x-ray equipment. 
this is how much it's going to cost and being able just to say hey it's done you know we, we were able to meet their need because of our blessing in the business and to me i think that is the most important part of owning your own business is making yeah. sure you keep the focus off of you right this isn't my success if i could do all this work myself it would be one thing but i can't mm. so that, that's the that's the big external thing that we try to do is um, just try and help those people around us that are struggling um, and maybe give a better future to some kids in the poorest place you've ever been to um, wow. that, that's been that's been a huge blessing for me and my whole family too so yeah I love that that's awesome and uh, a lot a lot of people that I speak with are on the line they're they're, they're on the on the fence they they don't know whether or not they want to take that buyout and go find another job that might give them a buyout 10 years from now uh they don't know if they want to open a business take you know take the risk right a lot of people don't uh feel less stability whenever they open their business right for good reason a lot you hear all those things about businesses failing and uh, what would you say to somebody that's considering opening a business or opening an office pride business and they're worried about the stability and the opportunity. They're worried about, you know, you name it, right? We, we can all come up with excuses or reasons uh, why we should be afraid of things. I, I don't think that we're foreign to that in 2023 now. Uh, but it, it's something that I think that you, as an owner, for almost four years now, would have an ability to be able to speak to you. You've kind of made it through some of those times. I think the big thing for me is uh, it's interesting. Todd gave me a book the first time I ever met him, and it was basically all the reasons why you shouldn't own a franchise, right? So mm. I was like, are you trying to convince me not to do this? And he's <laughs> like, no, I just want to make sure that you understand what you're getting into. And one of the big things for me over the last four years is you just have to be a, an eternal optimist, really. You have to wake up every morning thinking, I can do this, right? And you can handle whatever is thrown at you that day because it's not all good, right? There is bad associated with all of it, but most of it is good because as a business owner, you have to be able to find the good in all of it, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing for a, bit, a new business owner is you have to be an optimist and then the one thing my dad told me whenever I told him we were what I was doing, I said, I'm quitting this job that I would still have today that paid me a lot of money. He said, OK. And he said, in five years, your only real regret is that you didn't do it sooner. Right. Mm. And I can tell you at four years, I wish I would have done it 20 years ago. Mm. So I it's something that I've really enjoyed and I've gotten way more enjoyment out of it than I thought I would. And that's the, that's the big thing for me. So if you're not willing to gamble on yourself, then who, and business ownership isn't for everybody, but if, right. if you wake up every morning and be happy for the day ahead of you, then jump, do it. Yeah. It's a great opportunity. And, I always tell people, call me if you have any questions, because I'm happy to help. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I love I love getting to be a part of a, a culture and a family of 
of owners and, and support staff that really do live that out. And you're one of those people, Kevin, that really is just there for somebody considering the opportunity. I know you're there for neighbors around you, other owners. You know, I know Adrian's not too far from you. I know you guys are in a relationship. And there's a lot of people that just lean on one another in the Office Pride community. And I, and I love it. Um, I think that was another big surprise, Tifton, is the support that all the owners give to each other. It's crazy. It's just, it's crazy in an environment that can be so competitive. It's still competitive. Don't get me wrong. But even the top guys in the industry, I could pick up the phone right now and call them and they would answer the phone mm -hmm. and answer whatever, whatever question I had, because crazy stuff comes up owning your own business. Who knew, right? They did. They knew. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I tell people all the time, we're, we've been around 31 years now and, and been franchising 27. And that doesn't mean we know everything. It just means we've got 27 years worth of franchising mistakes that we've made that we can help you not make. <laughs> and we're learning new ones. And uh, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, sir. So thank you so much for spending some time with me. I know your time is valuable, like I said before we started this, and uh, just appreciate you always being so generous with your time. Um, I appreciate you, Tifton. You know that. And, uh, you know, thanks for your service again. Uh, I know that it played a big part in making you the awesome guy that you are today. So uh, we appreciate you, too. You as well, Kevin. I appreciate you guys carrying us around on your boat all those years. <laughs> That's right. We'll take you anywhere and drop you off, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you guys drop us off in places. We wish we could be back on that uh, terrible <laughs> boat. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Well, good talking to you today, sir. And uh, we'll wrap this thing up and see you later. All right. Thanks, Tipton. Thank you for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen so that you never miss an episode. If you're watching this podcast as a video, we've provided Tifton's contact information on the screen. If you're listening to audio only, please check out the show notes if you'd like to reach out to Tifton directly. If you have any questions about this podcast or ideas for a future show, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com.